Uh, did you hear the the rumor about Harry Connick Jr. and uh, Carrie Underwood? No. Uh, yeah, apparently they're. I don't know. They're doing Christian music now. I don't know. Let's get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Just a couple of notes. We are not here to get you saved. We are also not here to tick you off. But if either of those things happen, we definitely want to know about it. This is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't need to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Andrea, how's your heart? It's fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. It's, do you know what day it is? It's it's Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Yeah. yeah. He is risen. He he is risen indeed. That, guys, by the way, by the time you've heard this, it's too late. You missed it. <laughs> but put it in your, put it in your bank for, yes. for next year. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. And I'm sure some pastor is going to tell you about it also. On we're we're going to yeah. do it at least once on Easter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have two services, so at least twice at on least, Easter. <sighs> Well, people are going to mess it up on both services yes, also. So we're going to do it at least four times on Easter. <laughs> That's how that one's going to work. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about uh, I'm excited about Easter. Uh, I'm excited because um, I, I've got uh, I've got a new suit that I'm going to wear. Nice. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I bought it uh, as I was losing a little bit of weight. I'm, I'm still I'm still a big guy. Like let's just not. Okay, we're gonna stop there. I, I'm still a big guy, but um, but this one is uh, it, it, was, it fit me really well when I bought it. Mm-hmm. Now it's a little, it's still a little big, and that's a good problem oh, to have. Yeah, it's a good, good problem to have. Um, but uh, but yeah, I will I will not be wearing my heaven shoes uh, from oh. Nike. I will also not be wearing my uh, my Satan shoes. Uh, from 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 Nike. You heard yeah. about the Satan shoes, yeah? I, I did. I did hear a <laughs> little are, something about the Satan shoes. People are in an uproar about Satan shoes. People have lost their minds yes. over the Satan shoes. Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, I think my I think minds have been gone a long time. I mean, even <laughs> the fact that there is, you know, this. But t- tell us a little bit about what Satan shoes are. Well, so it, it's uh, is he a rapper? I guess he's a rapper. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of musician. Musician of some sort. His name is Lil Lil Nas X. Yeah. 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 Um, also, his real name is Montero. Yeah. Something that doesn't matter. Right. Um. <laughs> anyway, so he partnered with not with Nike. Not with Nike. No. So if you want to boycott Nike, that's fine, but don't boycott them over, over Satan shoes yeah, because yeah, yeah. they were not involved in this. Yeah. He partnered with a clothing company called Mischief. Yeah. Uh. Mischief minus all of the, all the vowels. vowels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you, know you know how, how it goes. How, how they do these days. And partnered with them to create uh, 666 pairs of... Hold on. Here you go. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, note for the audio, uh, your boy uh, has a drinking problem. And by that, I mean, I couldn't get the coffee in my mouth. It just went, it went everywhere, everywhere else. Everywhere. Except for in his yes. mouth. Um, I think there's 666 drops of coffee on <laughs> there you me. Go. Yeah, okay. There you go. There you go. Um, so yes, they created 666. So yes, 666 yeah. pairs of limited edition Satan shoes. I just want to let you know, there are people who are triggered right now just by hearing the number 666 that they many are. times. Like, I said oh. it like, what, four? Yeah, I'm sorry, something. Guys. Sorry. sorry. Uh, yeah, guys, it's just a number. <laughs> 
Man, I did. You want to hear something funny? Yes. I always ask you that, and you always say, "Of course, this is a podcast." Anyway, what? I can't mansplain that to you. <laughs> like that's. Uh, but but then again, uh, what was that you were telling me that uh, when one man explains something to another man, that's... when one man mansplains Got to it. another man, Got it. that's uh, called a podcast. Yeah. So I feel like we're doing good because there's at least some you know, uh, feminine, feminine energy oh. in the room. Uh, also you're here. I'm the one that brings a lot. <laughs> so that was fantastic. All right, go ahead. Uh, my, my brother unfriended me on Facebook. Uh, this is a few years ago because I had 666 friends Oh, and he said, I can't be friends with you until you get more than wow. 600. He was kidding. He, he doesn't care. You have, you have like 600 friends. I do. I oh, have wow. more than that now. Oh, wow. I You're popular. Listen, people like me. <laughs> yeah, not, not so much. Not really. <laughs> not so much this guy. Um, I keep, every time I start to get more friends, it's about every four years. I'll, there's a, this weird culling that happens, and I don't know why. Um, so, you, do you mean real friends or Facebook friends? Because um, I get lots of Facebook friend requests okay, okay. from people okay individuals <laughs> individuals that i don't know and i yeah. have no friends in common yeah it, it's it's like guys that their names are joe smith but they're in military fatigues and the name badge on their picture is not smith okay okay so i'm thinking mm, maybe yeah one of those is a lie yeah no which no i i uh i have a rule about uh about facebook that i will not be friends with anybody i've never had a conversation with Oh, okay, yeah, that's and, that's a good rule. Yeah, and uh, and so uh, occasionally, uh, occasionally, I have to delete people who, like, even I go to church with that I, that they'll friend me, and I'm like, yeah, but I don't know you, and so I don't know kind of your intentions and yeah. all that other stuff. So, man, maybe not. Um, let's uh, let's talk about six 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 again, the mark of the beast. Um, <laughs> Wait, how many pairs of shoes did they make? They made six hundred and sixty six. Um, hold on, there's got to be a good six 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 song, right? Um, I'm sure. I'm sure you shouldn't play it, but I'm sure there is. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> no, I'm not going to play it because this people will actually turn it off. Iron Maiden is what I was looking for. Oh. Um, we will not play Iron Maiden uh, tonight. Um, but uh, look, can I can I tell you my thoughts on this? It's the same reason why I think that six 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 is just a number. Okay. Yes. yes uh, this me. is this has nothing to do with eschatology or demonology or anything else like that. Okay. Um, we are believers, mm -hmm. and because of that, I've read the entire book. I read the whole mm -hmm. manual, okay? At the end of the manual, um, it, it tells me what happens, and yes. I know who wins. Yes. And so some of these things that are uh, supposedly supposed to be evil, while they are evil, mm -hmm. they're also less than where I'm at. I have way more power. I know I've, I'm, I think I've told you this story. Have I ever told you about the story of uh, uh, on the show about being on Bourbon Street and walking into the voodoo store? Have I? Yes. We <laughs> <laughs> have, I, have I told it on the show? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Just as a recap, I, I just, uh, my, I was with a, a buddy of mine. I was like, mm -hmm. hey, I want to go in the shop. And he goes, uh, I go, dude, we're Christians. We're covered in the blood. <laughs> Nothing in there can hurt us. We're fine. We're fine. Dude, we're fine. Pray the blood and go. I want to see what's inside there. And so uh, we are, I roll in and, uh, and you know, it's exactly what you think it's going to mm -hmm. be. And I look over in the bookshelf and I'm like, Dr. James Dobson. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? No, nah, I'm just kidding. It's Dave Ramsey. Kidding. <laughs> Listen, Dave Ramsey's in some trouble. Uh, I wanted to get back to Dave Ramsey. I'm going to make a note here. Dave Ramsey. Got it. Um, 
But here's the thing, like the number, it's just a number, right? Yeah. And have you ever had like conversations with people who have claimed to be uh, Satanist? I no no I've okay. not had like full on conversations no okay so I used yeah. to manage apartments and <laughs> you know your apartments get all kinds of people right and so kinds one of weirdos yeah uh, I remember one specific conversation I had with a uh, with, with a Satanist he went to a mm. Satanist church and you know pentagram tattoos and all the things and uh, and he knew that I was a believer and man we just had the best conversations yeah. and because here's the thing um, if someone believes that much in the supernatural they're so close to believing in God. Mm -hmm. Like they're already there. Yeah. They're just on the wrong side. Right. Right now with 52% of the, uh, of, uh, of Americans not even belonging to a church, mm -hmm. the problem isn't getting people to not be Satanist and to believe in God. It's getting people to believe in anything. Mm -hmm. And then kind of like taking that, that hot lead and making it, you right. know, taking that warm lead and making, making it a hot Christian, you know, uh, that was a weird way to say that. That was a salesy thing. That <laughs> It's it's a lot easier to to make a warm lead hot than a cold lead warm. Anybody? No business. Okay, that's fine. Uh, same thing happens oh, though. Uh, so that's why that's. But the conversations that I would have with this guy, I found out real quick. All of it was a for show to shock people. Absolutely, it was all for show. He mm -hmm. didn't even believe in Satan as a thing, and he was like, "Yeah, I worship Satan." Okay, what does that look like to you? Mm -hmm. Well, what he really did is he just didn't worship God. Right. He was militantly anti-Christ. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I'm, I'm the anti-Christ. Oh, well, by definition, I suppose, but like, what does that mean? Right? Yeah. It's just a number. Just a number. It's just a number. It's just a number. These are just shoes. They're and shoes. Listen, it, it, obviously there, there is a lot, there's more to it because he also released that music video that yeah. was mm, not. How many times did you watch it? I have not looked at that i don't even like looking at the pictures i'll be honest it's it's De a lot describe describe what you saw <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to so i saw this don't one google video. it you guys i saw this one video where it was like guys uh musicians are role models and my son is gonna watch this video and he's gonna come to me and ask questions and i'm mad at lil nas x because of this because mm -hmm. i don't even know where to get knee high boots i don't even <laughs> Stop it. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, there's guys. some there's some uh explicit dancing that yeah. is happens maybe in the underworld. Um yeah, uh it's just uh it's it's a lot. It's a lot. But you know, I, I watched a video this week um from a guy named Carlos Whitaker. Are you familiar? Absolutely not, but I'm gonna nod my head like You're I not. am. I know oh. Carlos. Okay. No, you don't. <laughs> you should. You should follow him on Instagram, first of all. He has had a heck of a week. Um, but he what he brought to light that I appreciated was the fact that this is kind of showing where the church failed a little bit, mm -hmm. failed Lil Nas X a little bit, not a little bit, a lot a lot of bit. Yeah. And Lil Nas X even he even responded to that and he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna do the exact opposite of what you want me to do because of the way that you made me feel as a young teenager mm -hmm. when he was struggling with his sexuality, struggling with who he was, his identity, all of those things, the way the church made him feel sent him in the opposite direction. Yeah. And so, you know what, guys, take this as a as a chance to reflect. Do a little self-reflection and say, hmm, where can I where can I be better? And yet pray for him. 
Yeah. And there's always going to be evil in the world. There's always going to be people that are doing things that go against what we believe. Yeah. That's just part of it. Yeah. And, and you can't expect someone who has not been redeemed to act like a redeemed person. Right. Why do people get so mad when sinners sin? sin? <laughs> I don't understand. Andre, what is it that leads people to the repentance? It is the kindness of God. Wait, so the righteousness of my opinion is what leads people no, to repentance? absolutely not. So what I just heard you say is that me being right in my opinion <laughs> gets other people on my side, and then I can convert them to my, my belief systems? You believing that you're right in your opinion so militantly that you refuse to even listen to another perspective does not lead them to repentance. Okay, I feel personally attacked. Because <laughs> you went you with like fingers and you were like pointing. Uh, it was Listen, not fun. If you feel a little bit of, uh, I don't know. Conviction. Conviction. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, fair enough. Um, so, so yeah, it, it is the kind. So like, uh, and also um, the world will know that we are Christians if we love each other, right? Wow. That's the only, by the way, that's the only way the world knows that I'm a Christian is how I treat other Christians. How about that for some, some, some drop. So, um, so I don't know, maybe let's, uh, just calm down a little bit and just like pray for him. And then you don't have to listen to it and you don't have to buy the shoes. And if you're like, well, it puts me, it makes me have uh, uncomfortable conversations with my kids. Good. You should have uncomfortable conversations. And it should be something along the lines of, yeah, this world is lost and broken. And um, Satan is trying to do everything he can. And here's, you know, he's trying to make light of himself. But guess what? Greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. Absolutely. And like, you're more than an overcomer because you have Jesus in your life. Like, these are all the things that that we get to say to our kids um, if we're raising them to be believers, right? right. So, uh, so, so there is all of that. So we're also trying to raise our kids to be uh, not only believers, but also like uh, functional human beings in life. Right. And so we're trying to teach them uh, financial things. One of the things that about uh, about uh, financial life is that, uh, I don't know, I guess there's moral ways to spend money and there's immoral ways to spend money, right? There, right? There's moral? Moral ways okay. to spend money and uh-huh. immoral ways to spend money. Mm-hmm. Um, if you run a company, there's moral ways to run your company and immoral ways to run your company. It's really hard, though, as a business owner to legislate and like mandate morality. Uh, let's get back to Dave Ramsey. What happened to Dave Ramsey this oh, week? <laughs> Dave Ramsey found himself in some hot water. And the truth is, there's... If he's going to... Oh, man, I don't know how to start this. Well, first, let's start off with what happened. Well, so he got sued by a former employee. Yeah. Because this former employee is... Um, unmarried woman okay. and she announced this week that she is pregnant oh. with her longtime partner. Congratulations. Or, There's a new life coming into the world. New life. Everyone should be excited. Yes. And instead they fired her. They fired her for being pregnant. They fired her for being pregnant out of wedlock. You can't fire somebody for being pregnant though. It's against the law. Well, actually in Tennessee, you can actually in Tennessee, you still can't. Because it's a federal law. Okay. Well, I just was reading an article that's saying that you could. So Oh, because she didn't is... get fired for being pregnant. 
She got fired for having premarital sex because oh. you can only, there's only one way to get pregnant. I don't know if you guys know this, but that virgin birthing <laughs> only happened once. It only happened once. It's not happening again. Yeah. So don't try to convince anyone. So, so the lawsuit, like the reason that she was mm. terminated was because she, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we, it's obvious that you had sex because you're pregnant. So just like at a Christian university, you have to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a tough thing because you're right. You can't, you can't legislate morality. You can't, you can't do that. But as a Christian company, you don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, I don't, I don't agree necessarily with the way they handled it. I think yeah. it could have been handled maybe with some more grace than, than it was, but I don't know. It's, it's a tough thing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell a story mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, I was going to get re- de- real detailed and I realized real quick that I should not. So <laughs> I'll just tell you that I was working for a boss. This was, over a decade ago, so mm-hmm. a long time ago, I was working for a boss who was actively sinning in a big way. Okay, um, actually, no, I can edit this, so <laughs> I'm going to cut out right here. Okay, what what happened? For the, I'm sorry, listener, you can ask me later, and I'll tell you. I just can't put it out there for everybody. But mm-hmm. okay, back to back to what's going on. Andrea, was it big? Was it a big one? Like, like what I just said, it's like, I'm frame mm-hmm. it for the listener. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so I called, uh, I called my dad and I was like, dad, um, I'm having a real hard time even yeah. working here. How do I, I not, mm-hmm. not only like, I, I, I don't, I don't care about ministering to this person. No, just how do you deal with it? How do I show up for mm-hmm. work tomorrow yeah. knowing what I know? And, uh, and he said, son, it doesn't matter who you work for. They're a sinner. And I was like, okay. He goes, you could quit and go work for yourself and you're still working for a sinner. And you need to know as you have employees, they're all sinners. And so just understand that in business, you have to compartmentalize your faith where it informs every single one of your decisions, but you cannot judge people based on their sin. You have to judge people based on their performance. Right. I don't know. I don't see how you can fire someone because they show up pregnant. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think it should have been handled differently. Yeah. I don't think that she should have been fired. Yeah. I think that was a conversation that they needed to have privately. Yeah. Well. Yeah. There. There you have it. Right. Again, guys, this goes back to the world is going to recognize us as Christians. Because of our love for one another. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about this because I was watching some stories and uh, Carlos Whitaker's, and he was talking about how the most radical commandment that God gave, that Jesus gave us, was to love our enemy. Yeah. And there are no conditions on that. It's not love our enemy. And when I say the word enemy, I don't, uh, I don't mean people that you hate necessarily. I mean, people that are doing things that go against what you believe, what you believe to be true, what you believe in faith, that those kind of things. And it didn't say love your enemy. If they change the way they're acting or if they 
do what you think they are supposed to do. It just says love their love your enemy. Yeah. Love them anyway. Yeah. And yes, that's radical. But how else are they gonna how else are they supposed to recognize that we're Christians? Well, I mean, again, our our culture is engaged in recreational outrage at all times, at right? All times. And so because of that, Aren't what we've you tired? done yeah. I'm yeah, tired. Yes, I'm exhausted, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> but um, because of that, we've absolutely taken our friends and made them our enemies. Yeah. And we think that it's okay now because they're our enemies. And God says, okay, you've made them enemies. Good. Now love them. Yeah. You, 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 you figured out that you could love your friends. Now you have decided to make them, make them your enemy. Love them anyway. Love them anyway. Um, well, you know, the other thing that we've done really well in, in the church is that we've taken our brothers and sisters and actually made them demons. Oh my goodness, <laughs> you guys demonized our family. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's time, it's time, mm-hmm. it's time to, to, to stop. Uh, it's time to stop with that. You know, <clears throat> that brings us to another thing that's going on. Yeah. Uh, I talked about, you know, like being pregnant is proof of, of the proof of the act. Right. <laughs> yes. And so just like a Christian college, you're out. Um, did you know that there's like a like a kind of a class action lawsuit of un- against a bunch of Christian universities from the LGBT community? Have you I, seen this? I have not, but it doesn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, so I think there's like 20 or so Christian universities and colleges that are being sued by the LGBT community for mistreatment of them and their sexuality. Okay, so I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. Can I can I tell I just don't know how to feel about it because again, like the the guy who played piano at our wedding, who was in our, co- our in our ministry choir growing up, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, like a guy who I absolutely adore and who I love, and I would have his back and I would fight for him. He and his husband are doing great. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 so I love him, and he is a believer, and all of that. Like he, they're it's all there, right? But. If you're in a Christian university, I'm looking over there to try to figure out what I want to say. I'm, I'm no, looking I thought I heard the, something. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought I heard somebody coming up the stairs. Um, I really, I really, I I'm know. looking for an exit. I'm trying to get out of this yeah, conversation. You're like, I'm done. But, but I mean, it is part of what the show is. So we're going to talk mm-hmm. about it is that if you go to a school that says these are the rules to be part of this organization, mm-hmm. um, you have to abide by those rules, even if you think they're dumb. I mean, e- even if you think that they're wrong, then you cannot go to school there, right? I mean, that mm-hmm. that's that you can choose to not pay your tuition and not do all those things. <clears throat> Where I went to school at the university, it had a uh, community covenant. I'm sure mm-hmm. Re- revival Brownsville Revival School of Ministry. I am so tired, and I am very sorry. No, Did I do you it got, right? You got it right. Okay, beautiful. Um, I'm I'm sure that they had a community yes. covenant as well. And in our community covenant, um, uh, amongst all the morality clauses, there was one where uh, you're not allowed to be a student and consume alcohol mm. at all. Yeah. If you consume alcohol, you can get kicked out of school. Yeah. <clears throat> that is biblically unsound. <laughs> I mean, it just is biblically unsound. Like there, you, Jesus couldn't come to school here. Everybody understand? Like Jesus is not allowed to come to school here because Jesus had wine. Everybody understand what I'm saying? It's yeah. biblically unsound. However, I I wouldn't agree that it was biblically unsound. I I I know where you're coming from. Okay. I think you're taking it. You're swinging it the other way. But it's well, fine. of course I am. Of course you are. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I don't. 
I mean, I understand, but also I don't fully agree. I, I mean, that's fine. I, but you have to agree that Jesus wouldn't be able to go to school there because Jesus consumed alcohol. I wouldn't have to agree with that, but go oh, ahead. Ooh, this is a fun conversation. <laughs> so anyway, um, are we going to have a, a, an alcohol talk about how? No, we're okay, not. Okay, just checking. So I, I feel like, okay, I personally mm-hmm. felt like that was a stupid rule. Yeah, I'm not saying that's not a stupid rule. I'm just that. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, we can argue theology off we air. Can. It'll be fine. Yeah, It'll no, we fine. don't have to do that on air. Yeah, um, <laughs> this isn't that podcast. Uh, people are like, yes, it is. Do it, do it. No. Um, so anyway. What I'm saying is, is that whether or not I thought that it was stupid, whether or not I was 21 years old mm-hmm. and go, could go buy my own alcohol, anything else like that, because I had made a community covenant right. with the school while I was a student, I did not consume alcohol. Right. Are, do you see what I'm saying? I do. And that is something that you have to say, I made a commitment I'm going to, I'm going to do. Right. Um, you know, and, and so here could, was a thing. Could, go ahead. Go ahead. could you, yeah. by the same token... And this is just me playing devil's advocate. Sorry, guys. Bring it. The young lady in the previous story signed stuff to become an employee at this company that had these things listed that she would not do. And she did them. I mean, if that's the case. Which I, from what I've read, it is. When I was on staff at Bethesda, they're in our employee handbook it had a list of things that i was not allowed to do as a as an employee there well i mean yeah i mean especially if one of those things is you have to abide by the constitutional bylaws of the church and in the constitutional bylaws of the church it explains things that are allowed Mm -hmm. and things that aren't allowed i mean yeah i i think that i i think that i get that as a as a means of Mm -hmm. uh, of employment um ah man i'm just saying you're making a real strong argument on one side that it's okay and and then then a real strong and Guys, disagreeing it's with the same argument on it's the other side. It's complicated, right? It absolutely is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, that's why I said earlier. It's so what you're what what Andre just called me out on is why is it okay for cisgender female hetero relationship to show up pregnant, mm-hmm. but it's not okay for a gay kid to go to a Christian school? Right. All right, that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> no. You don't have an answer, do you? No, there's there's not necessarily a right answer. So the question is, is it I mean, if you are going to commit, well, then if, if she committed to living a certain lifestyle to be part of that organization. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I mean, I see it. If, if she did, if she did, if she, I don't know that she did or not. We don't know. know. She could have literally in her contract crossed it out and nobody ever noticed. Right. And I don't, I mean, you don't really sign things, but you, when you accept the job, you're accepting the <laughs> interesting getting all sorts of weird noises yeah, tonight. Oh. what's happening over there <laughs> so um yeah when when you accept the job you are accepting it on the the basis yeah. of following these and your guidelines and you're uh accepting the responsibilities associated with it mm-hmm. and you're also accepting the um the results and retaliation afterwards. Yeah, and the consequences. The consequences of it. Um, and I think that's kind of leads us straight into our topic for today because there's some consequences. <laughs> <sighs> you guys. Guys. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna leave some of the heavy stuff. We're happy to talk about this 
off air with you. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Guys, yeah. Come, come talk to us. We'll yeah. have conversations with you. But hit, hit us up. I'm at Sethford on all the things. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, yeah. Just go talk to him yeah. that he was being a hypocrite and yeah. double standard and double minded in all his ways. Just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I am an unstable man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So our topic for today. Oh, my goodness. Is have some fun. Um, it's crossover artists. I think that's what we what we decided to call it. And so these are people who are um, in like a, the secular space, mm-hmm. but then um, have created Christian music. Um, I think that so we're doing two albums specifically. The first one is um, is a Creed. We were going to do Creed, right? <laughs> Creed and Evanescence, they're both Christian artists, and you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> hey, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of people who get kicked out of colleges for breaking the community covenant, what's up, Scott Stapps? Uh, by the way, this album still holds up. I don't care who you are. That album still good, still holds up. No, I'm just kidding. We're not doing Mumford and Sons. We're not doing Evanescence. No. We're obvious. There's uh, so many. Yeah. Maybe we will do Mumford and Sons. Maybe we will. <laughs> no, okay, we won't do, do that. Do you know how either. many people tried to convince their parents that and their youth leaders that oh, yeah. Evanescence was a Christian? Oh, Christian CD. Well, they sold it at like. Christian stores for a little while. Well, they sold U2's Joshua Tree there as well. I mean, (laughs) okay, so let's do this. Let's have a quick conversation (laughs) about Christian music and secular music. We'll do it as quick as we can, okay? okay? (laughs) I don't know how to do it. Um, Andrea, uh, what are your thoughts on the terms Christian music and secular Mm. music? Yeah, so... Okay, that's yeah, right. That's yeah. good. That's those are my thoughts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, what must a man do to be saved? <laughs> that doesn't. He has to make Christian music. No, no, <laughs> no. That is not. That's not what the Bible says. It's biblically unsound. <laughs> that is biblically okay, unsound. Okay. The other thing, maybe not. So what much. they got to do? Come on. They have to accept. Believe and confess. Yeah, accept Jesus as their Lord. Believe that He died on the cross for their sins, and, and confess those sins. And confess those. Okay, okay, got it. Okay, ABCs. Uh, ABCs uh, of Christianity. Okay, so can a song <laughs> accept Jesus as its Lord and Savior? No. So can a song be Christian? No. Can music be Christian? No. No. <laughs> no. You cannot have a Christian song. It is impossible. <laughs> Un- <laughs> can't say impossible no. because the word says i'm i'm sorry i've seen that like six times on facebook this right week, impossible like, yeah no um okay so what you can have is godly music uh-huh. you can have ungodly music and then you can have neutral music things that are neither godly or ungodly yeah. the wheels on the bus go round and round it is neither godly nor ungodly no okay uh Little Nas X's Montero, ungodly. Ungodly. Okay. Uh, uh, Yes. Okay. Do not Google that video, you guys. (laughs) Please don't. Don't do it. Um, 
because he lives, I can face tomorrow godly. godly. Okay, so we have godly music, we have ungodly music, we have neutral music. Um, okay, so here's another question. If a sinner, heathen, uh-huh. sings a Christian song, is that song godly or ungodly? Well, it's not a Christian song because the song cannot be Christian. Fantastic. So let's name a specific one. <laughs> if um, Little Nas X shows up and sings Amazing Grace, mm. is Amazing Grace a Christian song and a godly song or an ungodly song? If he doesn't change the words. Yeah. The words are still godly. Okay. So it's not the artist that makes music godly or ungodly. No. Right. Okay. Do you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I do. So there is no such thing as like a, there are Christian artists, there are non-Christian artists, mm-hmm. quote unquote secular artists, but they can cross over as far as godly music or ungodly music right. kind of across the board. So we're going to call it Christian music, but we all know what we're talking about here. Okay. That was, that was a long it's, but it's important. But it's important to understand, right? Like just, just because somebody you know, doesn't come from a traditionally Christian, you know, contemporary yeah. Christian music world doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they can't make godly music. Right. And also it, what it really gets down to is you, you don't know these people. Yeah. You have no idea. You can't, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't you, have anything you, else you, to you say. You don't know. <laughs> and this has been a hard year. It has been. <clears throat> yes. And it got a lot harder when I started listening to <laughs> Harry Connick Jr.'s Alone with my faith. Oh my gosh, I really wanted to like it too. Oh my, I didn't want to like it. I wanted to love it. I was like, this is my lane. This is where I'm going to be. I'm going to love Harry Connick Jr. I'm going to break this loose. I'm going to let everybody I know know about this. So this is what this album is, okay? Um, This album is Harry Connick Jr. Everything that you hear on this album is Harry Connick Jr. Apparently, I just asked Siri to do something. Who knows? Um, everything on this album is, is it, every vocal, every instrument. He's all the background vocals, too? Uh, uh-huh. That's correct. That is the correct look. Yes. Yeah. And so, um, after just sitting at home by himself during COVID... I'm sorry. He's all of those vocals yeah. right there. What I So what what is sounding so grating to your ears is the fact that it's him doing it several times and putting it through the melodyne on the computer to actually change the vocals to be the harmonies that he needs it to be. You understand what I'm saying? Mm, like do. he's just it, it's all kinds of after the fact computer modulation. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Um, it's not great. And by the way, we've s- screamed his praises here yeah. on this show. He's an amazing musician. He is. Amazing piano player. Amazing. Amazing vocalist. Yes. This is not that album. And this is good looking. This is him just being bored and just like, yeah. let me put something together. And he wrote this song called Alone With My Faith. And... Uh, and so he's just like, he made an album by himself in his own studio at home and he put it out. Here it is. Here it is. All right. What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm not, I don't love it, but I, I'm going to let Andrea kind of talk about it a little bit. 
Yeah, I I don't I don't love it either. I I was listening to it preparing for this show and I wanted to love it. I really did because I am a Harry Connick Jr. fan. My mom was, so I've listened to him since I was a wee little thing. Yeah. And so I just really wanted to love it and I heard this this is the title track, first song on the album and I was like I don't like it so i listened to it all the way through and then i started going to the other songs i'm like nope i don't like it yeah i don't i just didn't i didn't there wasn't a single song that i liked yeah um i'm gonna kind of skip around to some songs is that okay yep okay so uh here is because he lives i'm just gonna kind of jump in because they all start off okay they all start off him and one instrument and it's great okay Mm -hmm. and then he starts goofing around with stuff and So what you're hearing is um, him playing all the instruments, but all on keyboard sounds. So, uh, so you got a lot of like uh, synth oboes for some reason. Um, I mean, why not? Because, because why not? And then him singing. That's all him. It's so weird. He also plays the drums on every track. Uh-huh. And by that, I mean a drum machine because there's yeah. not a single drum anywhere. No. On one song, I can't remember which one it was, about halfway through, he pushes play on a Casio loop and it actually plays just like the cheesiest, like, <laughs> it, it's, it, it's really, it's really mm. bad. Let's, uh, let's go with Amazing Grace. Okay. Can we go with Amazing Grace? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought maybe Amazing Grace might be the thing but here we go Amazing nothing wrong how sweet all right i gotta i gotta jump a little bit forward here we go this is the same song you ready now the lord he has promised It's too much on on all every song. Yeah, doesn't have to it. Every song just does this for note for the audio. I'm just my hands going straight up and to up. the right, up and to the right. And just keep it. going. Yeah, and then there's no there's no ear relief yeah. at all. It just shoots up and then it stays up there. Yeah, I don't know. What are your, what were your other thoughts? I got I got a couple of high high thoughts on this one yeah. that I want to address, but I don't want to take over again. I, yeah, I didn't. The only one that I didn't hate listening to, but I didn't, I didn't like it, but was Benevolent Man. For some reason, that one was kind of, had maybe had a hook or something in it that, that I didn't hate. But they're all, it's like they're all, they all have the New Orleans feel. Yeah. This one has a little bit, maybe a little bluegrass. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just a lot. It is a lot. Um, <clears throat> New Orleans feel is probably a good. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're like, hey, what does this sound like? Take out his vocals. Mm-hmm. Forget his vocals. Yeah. And what you're hearing 
is a third-rate band at a church of 120 people <laughs> doing a singspiration. Yeah. It's what, for the majority of this album, the everything of just feels a little disconjointed. Like, there's not really a good anything. It's not a great mix. No, the mix is bad. Um, this really kind of gets us to uh, the idea of being alone with our faith. <laughs> um we need people in our lives, yes. in our faith walk, in every walk, to tell us yes, to encourage us, yeah. and to tell us no. And to say, maybe rethink that. Um, this entire album needed another set of ears. Definitely. It just needed somebody else to just kind of kind of tell us what, mm-hmm. uh, maybe, yeah. um, maybe not, maybe not that. That that's all it needs, right? Oh, and by the way, in your personal crew, like whatever your crew is, you need a you need a yes man who's always like, what are we doing? Yeah. Yes, we're going to do that. Another person would be like, we're going to get arrested when we do this. And, <laughs> but yes, we're doing this. Somebody just speaks a little logic, but still kind of encourages. Mm-hmm. You need a 1 a.m. guy. At 1 a.m., we're going home. I'm going to pull you out of wherever we're at. 1 a.m., It's the, the night's over. He's the he's the no fun guy, but he, mm-hmm. he keeps us. You need a no guy who says no to everything because at some point that no guy is going to save your life. Yes. Okay. That no guy is going to be the one to be like, Hey guys, I don't think that we should play with the alligator. I don't know. I don't, I don't no, think that's God, I'm not going to let us play with an alligator. You, everybody uh-huh. understands I'm, we're not playing with the alligator, uh-huh. right? Like we, you need a no guy. Um, you need a no guy in your spiritual walk to be like, mm, while you're figuring this out, why don't you not do this? And you need a no guy um, when you're alone with your faith, and you need a lone guy, uh, a no guy when also you are alone with your faith, album wise, uh, to tell you no, don't don't do this. Um, weird things. Um, also, how great thou art. Here we go. This song is dedicated to my friend Lucian. Okay, well, first of all, I, I'm sure Lucian was a great guy. But also, this song is How Great Thou Art. It's about Jesus. We dedicate this song to Jesus. If you're listening, this is for you. So, I do... Um, oh, Lord, my God. Yeah, both, both eye rolls, okay. Here is God and My Gospel. I was like, okay, might be a good kind of guitar hook here. Oh, little rock and roll. I'm okay. Where are we going? A little different on this album. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> I was out. Right there. I ain't got no questions. Got no time for lies. Yeah, okay. So there is something. Have you, you you've been to New Orleans, yes? Yeah. Okay. There have you ever seen um like a funeral at in mm-hmm. New Orleans? And with the band playing when the saints go marching in, going down the road. Uh-huh. Okay. Christian song, right? Uh-huh. Holy song, maybe? God, Godly, godly song. song. <laughs> uh, how we want to say it. But I mean, it's a song about God, right? Uh-huh. And, and it's the, the whole thing and it's upbeat, right? <clears throat> I don't want an entire album of that. No. And I also don't want uh, to feel like I'm in a speakeasy, like I had to knock on a door a certain way to hear these gospel songs. Uh-huh. You hear what I'm saying? I do. These are Harry Connick Jr. singing like the, uh, the, 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 well, you know, you know how like Frank Sinatra sang the hits and it's just uh-huh. like, you know, these are, these are the classics. We're going <laughs> to sing all the classics. And he's saying, you know, creepy. Yeah. And I feel like that's what this was. It was uh-huh. just like, I'm bored. 
It was. It was. It was him bored. That's yeah. what this was. And yeah. he, he wrote some songs. He had a few thoughts pop in his head. He turned them into songs. And then he just let loose on the, the synthesizer, apparently. And yeah. this is what came out. Now, can I play another godly song by that Harry Connick Jr. did? Uh-huh. Can I, okay, here we go. A new and glorious morn Fall on your knees Oh, What a difference a producer makes. I'm just saying, like, let Harry do like what Harry wants to do. But when I was listening to this, I was like, this sounds like something that I would have put together for myself mm-hmm. in college. <laughs> it doesn't. Right. It's not. It's not great. Yeah. So, um, all right. I'm going to tell you why this album offended me. Uh-oh. Why? <laughs> it's Christian music. It doesn't have to be good. Ooh. Does it have to be bad? No, but it doesn't have to be good. It's just like every Christian movie yeah. we watch. Does it have to be bad? No, it doesn't have to be bad, but it doesn't have to be good. It's just Christian. That's why it offended me. Hmm. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you that's that that that's where it came from. So who do you think who do you think the intended audience was? Himself for this. <laughs> Okay, outside of himself, who do you think that he recorded this album for? Himself. For Christians? I don't think so. I honestly think Or for it his his current fan base. I don't think it was for his current fan base. I, don't I think really it was for his current fan base. No. No. No, I, I, I think that it was for himself. I mean, I mean that yeah. it sound that's the way it sounds, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that that was my COVID project. There you go. You know? Um, oh, also, like every song is like six minutes long. Yeah, they're all exhausting. They like, are. You're like you're like, oh my gosh, there's two more minutes of this. Like every song, I go, there's two more minutes. How long is this album? Uh, every time. I don't think I listened to except I listened to Alone with My Faith all the way through. And I listened to Benevolent Man all the way through because I got busy working on yeah, something. Yeah, and so yeah, I didn't yeah. skip ahead. All the rest of them, I'm like, do, do I have to listen to it all the way to the end? I did. I did. I'm going to play Man. you some. I'm going to play you a different. We, we just did How Great Thou Art and it was dedicated to Lucius. Yes. I'm going to play you a different one, okay? Okay. bit different feel a little bit this one this one had a producer i think uh, yeah i was playing this and julie goes is that natalie grant <laughs> bite your tongue and i was like no 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 she goes is it i didn't think so who who <laughs> is that uh it's carrie underwood yeah. american idol carrie underwood guys because carrie underwood also put out an album full of hymns yes and this one is listenable yes it's enjoyable. Yeah. It's worshipful even. Yeah. I, I can get into it. Uh-huh. It's not so, it's not such a dumpster fire right. that it pulls me out of worship. Yes. There you go. Hey, can I tell you what would have been great with that Harry Connick Jr. album? What? Like for real? Uh-huh. Like this is for real. If he had sat down at the piano, it was just him playing. Yes. And him singing. Yes. 
with a cassette recorder that he pushed record on. Yes. And it was raw and nasty. Yes. And never produced and never mixed. Yes. Give me that. I would have been all, all day over long. that. Faux show. Instead, we got something dedicated to Lucius. You gotta let you gotta let Lucius go. <laughs> That's fair. Let it go. <laughs> That's fair. Um, guys, this album uh, yeah. is my savior mm-hmm. by Carrie Underwood, and it—I mean—it is a full-on statement of faith. The first, uh, the first track on this one. Mm-hmm. Just a little Jesus Loves Me on harmonica? I don't think she played this. I don't think she played every (laughs) instrument on this album. She didn't do... I know she didn't do all the vocals. Yeah. Because we'll get to that one in a second. Yes. Uh, Which one was that one that you want to talk about? Uh, Great Is Thy Faithfulness. Okay. With Cece freaking Winans. Who? Cece freaking Winans. Who? Cece Winans. Oh. Is that BB's sister? (laughs) Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Great is thy faithfulness. It's my favorite track of the oh album. Oh God, my father. It should be. There it's great. no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions. They fail not. As thou hast been, the forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness. It's just a vastly Great different feel. So different. But it, it is what it is. You can feel like you can feel that it was done well. It was done meaningful. It wasn't slapstick together. This does not feel like a side project. This feels like an intentional project. But it's great in its simplicity. Yep. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. All right, and that's the whole song. There's no... Stop it. Okay. Summer and winter. Butter. Springtime and harvest. Sun, moon, and stars in their courses. All right, we can't give it all away. Gotta gotta let people go and, and look it up. This so good. It, it's just a good. This can go into your worship rotation as you're doing whatever. Absolutely. This entire album can, guys. I'm gonna run this track list down because so many good tracks. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Blessed assurance. Just as I am. Come on, Billy Graham. Um, victory in Jesus. Great is Thy faithfulness. Oh, how I love Jesus. The old one, mm-hmm. not not the not the new one with sloppy wet kisses. Um, <laughs> how great the hell art because he lives the old rugged cross. I surrender all softly and tenderly and amazing grace. God, mm-hmm. th- this is a Christ centric album. Yeah, amazing. It's so good. It. I, I'm not a huge Carrie Underwood fan. I, she's Fine. not one that I that I listen to regularly. Um, but I, I liked this album. Softly and Tenderly is one of my favorite hymns. Okay. And I love the way that she did it. Yeah. It's just it's just very simple. You can have this, like he said, in your worship rotation. 
for your morning devotions. Yeah. And it comes on. It's not going to. I got to get a Christianese button. Like we a need ding, one. Like a very um, it's not going to rip you out of your yeah. focus or anything. Yeah. It's it's just going to nicely compliment. Yeah. So. This is a great thing to listen to this week. Easter, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Easter just happened. And as you were kind of moving into the next season. Um, I, I mean, it, you can also listen to it while you're falling asleep. It's mm-hmm. it's a bit of a sleepy album. Yeah. Um, there's nothing, you know, that's going to jump out at you with Casio keyboards or anything. But um, or horns. Oh, hor- yeah. <laughs> Ragtime band. S- synth- synthetic horns <laughs> being played off just to, you know. Make it mimic like it's kind of live, so I'm not going to play it exactly right. Um, it's funny. It's bad. Okay, so uh, yeah. so yeah, so on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate Carrie Underwood's My Savior? I'd give it an eight or a nine. Yeah, like it's, it's up not there. a ten for me, but it's good. Yeah, it's up there. And then uh, Harry Connick Jr.'s uh, Alone with My Faith. Uh, that's like a two. Yeah, yeah. The only reason it's not a one is because the cover. Because the cover is nice. <laughs> you know because uh, i know you i i 100 hey, I'm, I'm not that predictable am i yes i am yes you are um all right so so there's uh some uh yeah. cross crossover artists crossover artists so tired guys i'm not even gonna edit this part out um leave it <laughs> so uh yeah so um yeah. The same girl who uh, talked about uh, carving her, you know, keys into the side of his <laughs> and so, a, and good time cowboy time. Casanova. Yeah. I just heard that one on the radio today. As listen, a matter of fact, because you can ha- listen, you can be a believer and sing about things yeah. that don't just lift up God. Yeah, and you don't. And let me tell you also something, uh, young guys, as you're writing songs, when you write a song for your girlfriend. You can keep it about your girlfriend. You don't have to try to change it and be like, oh, no, this one was about Jesus. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Don't do uh, that. Are you ready to get into the B? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! All right. Hollywood screenwriter unsure how to inject woke politics into a movie about a giant monkey punching a giant lizard. Oh. <laughs> took you a minute? It took me a second. Yeah, uh, so obviously it's about uh, Godzilla versus uh, King Kong or whatever it is. King Kong versus Godzilla. I don't uh-huh. know what it is. I don't know either. Um, I did watch it. Oh, okay. It is exactly what you think that it is. Uh-huh. It is uh, just a lot of fun of people, yeah. you know, uh, running from for their lives. Here's the thing. This movie expects you to watch all the other Godzilla movies and all the other King Kong movies to be able to follow the plot. Oh, then I'm in trouble. It's if you're just want to see some like a giant monkey hit a giant lizard. Cool. Yeah. I I couldn't follow the plot at all. Um, I'm sure that there was there something. was a plot. Are we sure that oh, yeah. there was one? Yeah. Apparently, oh, okay. there's yeah, there's some thing going on. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Um, so Jonathan, uh, he sees me watching. He's like, "Oh, can I watch it?" I'm like. Yeah, it's just a fake monkey punching a fake lizard. It's not a big deal, you know. They're fighting over each other, and he's like, "Okay," and they're running into buildings, and they're, you know, these entire buildings are coming down. He goes, "Dad, what happened to all the people in those buildings?" Oh, and I go, "Yeah, that's why these movies are like kind of. That's one of the main reasons why they're unrealistic. Not only giant monkey, giant lizard, but also like, uh, like, yeah, yeah, 
that yeah. that kind of stuff. So we're we're uh, if that bothers you, we should turn the movie off. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Well, was there anybody in those buildings?" Like nobody. That's all computers. There's nothing mm-hmm. like. But there's people running on the ground. Those are computers. Yeah, like it's all computers. None of it's real. It's all the made giant up. lizard and giant monkey are not real. They're also computers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean. In the movie, obviously, it's not a documentary, but there's clearly giant monkeys and giant lizards that are out there. That are real. Yeah, 100%. I'm sorry? No. What? No. But aren't they in the Bible? <laughs> it's biblically unsound. <laughs> oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! That's right, the what? drop we need, <laughs> biblically unsound. That's biblically unsound. And I need one that goes... No, it's not. Because <laughs> like, no, it's not. It's actually pretty biblically sound. Um, I need Pastor Al being like, th- both saying both of those things. Yes. All right. What's your what's your not for me this week? Um. Okay. So my not for me this week is, it's not for me, but also it is for me. Uh huh. I leveled up in Pilates this week, bro. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm I'm excited that you leveled up. I don't know what that means. I don't yeah. know what it entails. It mean it was a slightly harder class than I f- what I have been doing. I mean, I figured <laughs> leveling up and I did it with someone who apparently enjoys inflicting torture on her students, like oh. her the teacher. Yeah. She's the one that like if you're doing planks, which I hate. You know what? No. I we you know what's not for me? Planks. Planks, yeah. <laughs> planks are not <laughs> Planks on a Pilates reformer where you have to like move the care. Have you ever been on a Pilates reformer? Have you seen me? <laughs> Hi, I'm Seth. Have we met? You actually wouldn't even fit on one. I think you're too tall. No, I'm huge. <laughs> but this, you had to, you had, you were doing a plank on it, which is already torturous. And then they want you to move the care, like move part of it, but keep your, Keep everything else still except for just just your arms and shoulders. I've got to be honest with you. I am not following, but people <laughs> out there are. So you keep going. <laughs> it was, you guys, I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm saying this out loud. And she's like coming and like pushing my hips. And I'm like, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Anyway, those are not for me. Okay. I'm glad I leveled up. I'm glad I did something harder and it's going to suck tomorrow. But planks are, I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Yeah. So anyway, what's your not for me? I mean, if we're going to do like these weird <laughs> humble brags about working out, I will say. Oh, I wasn't trying to be. Oh, sorry, no, guys. No, it's okay. It's okay. I will also say that uh, working out <laughs> is uh, not for me. I've been uh, I've been doing a lot of running. Um, mm. And by running, I mean slowly jogging at s- small intervals. <laughs> and um, But I call it running because it makes me feel good about and myself. And stopping and, bi- and like. Bending over oh, and yeah. catching your breath. Yeah, there's lots of gasping. That's it's what, it's more of like a slow jog, stop, gasp, gasp, <laughs> gasp, walk f- for like 20 minutes and then jog again. Yeah. yeah. You know, a run. Right. And so. Totally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so a buddy of mine's like, uh, he, he's been on a on a health journey. Mm-hmm. And he's looking good. He's looking and he's looking strong and he's lost a ton of weight. And he's just, yeah. he's just looking looking great and i'm like you know i'm about to turn 40 i think it's okay for me to be in the best shape of my You're life when I, turn, I think it's okay for me to be in the best shape of my life when i turn 40 in the future in the future and so i've been trying to get in trying to get into shape you know and like you know just eating mm-hmm. you know the, the things and he goes come lift with me and i'm like oh, bro i haven't lifted in 
A minute. Do you lift? I mean, bro, bro, do you even lift? And he's like, come, <laughs> come to the gym with me. And I'm like, man, I just can't. I've got, I've got, he goes, mm-hmm. we'll do it first thing in the morning. You normally get up and run in the morning so you can get up and lift in the morning. It's not a big deal. Come, come with me. And I'm like, uh, what time? He's like, I'll meet you there at 5.30. 5.30 in the morning. I was like, bro, screw you. <laughs> Next text. I'll be there. <laughs> and so I get there and, and he's like, all right, we're doing chest. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, I didn't, I didn't have a problem that day. 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got to, uh, I, I got to live out the rest of my life that day. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I do. Like, I like do. everything was fine. I had a full day. I went to sleep. I was feeling good and proud of myself. Mm-hmm. And the next morning I woke up and I felt like I had leprosy in my chest. I don't know what leprosy feels like. I'm pretty sure it's a skin condition, but this one went down to the muscles. Like it was, <laughs> what is that even? I don't know. <laughs> like my, 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 my chest muscles had leprosy is what I'm saying, guys. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Hey, listen, if your chest muscles have ever had leprosy, let us know how it feels. And I'll, we will compare notes and we'll set aside if that's what it felt like or not. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for one of our 12 listeners. Actually, I, hope none chest, of our, I hope none of our listeners have had, had chest leprosy. Chest muscle leprosy. <laughs> that's a show. <laughs> no, that's the wrong drop. Here we go. That's a show. Man, that was a roller coaster today. I'm telling you. Listen, wow, we talked about a lot of things. We I'm looking did. here at my notes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, or you're welcome. One of the two. Um, but our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear no. listener. We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions about any of the things that we talked about today. Yes, don't forget to like, follow, and comment on all the socials. We are at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Yeah. Facebook, and- Instagram, and Twitter. And don't interrupt me. <laughs> so sorry. Yes, ma'am. Should we start over? No. Okay. Uh, guys, this week we listened to a couple new albums. We're going to get yes. into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Wait. We're not starting over? No. Okay. <laughs> You're like, I want to go home. I did Pilates. As a reminder, for every comment we receive on Apple Podcasts, we will donate a dollar to a charity or ministry. We are sending a kid to youth camp this summer. We are. We're excited. I got to I gotta actually pay the man to do that, but we're going to do that. We're going to do that. I'll do that on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and just uh, what, what's next? I don't Remember know. Remember that the greatest compliment that you could give us is to tell a friend to listen to this episode or last week's episode that was really off the rails, or next week's, because we'll be back again. Hey, for real, look, can we can we please grow the show? Yeah, like for real, can we please grow the show? Uh, this is the if you've listened this far, you're a fan of the show. Yeah, and you've told people about the show already, and they're not listening. I'm just gonna let you know, little. They're if you're not. like, if they told you they're listening, they're not. They're a bunch of liars. They 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 need <laughs> they need the redemptive power you of our Lord friends. and Savior. In their they are life. now your enemy. Yes. Love them anyway. Yes, love them. <laughs> and the best way to show them love is by uh, yes. letting them know to listen. That's to, the best way. To our podcast. But no, for real, um, help us grow the show. Tell your friends and family, what are you doing to that microphone right now? <laughs> you thought I was just going to like not address it just because we're like over an hour into the show? I wasn't going to address you. <laughs> you given the, <laughs> the microphone Eskimo kisses? Did you know what you thought? Because that's def- we're definitely addressing this. I think, 
We'll be back next week so that we can give more <laughs> more snuggles to these microphones. Until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. Who is actually crying right now. And this is Dropping Sunday. <laughs> <laughs>